0: This is CPX number 43, Prayer in General. This begins the second main section of the Catechism of Pope St. Pius X, Prayer. Page 44 to 45, question and answer number 1 through 13. Again, this is Prayer Part 1. God give you his peace. Let's begin in prayer. In nomine Patris, Spiritus, Spiritus, Amen. Heavenly King, Consoler Spirit, Spirit of Truth, who art present everywhere, and filling all things, treasure of all good, and source of all life, Come dwell in us, cleanse us and save us, you who are all good, amen. In omni patri Sifiti, et Spiritus Sancti, amen. Prayer, question number one. What does this part of Christian doctrine treat of? Answer, this part of Christian doctrine treats of prayer in general and of the Our Father in particular. Question number two, what is prayer? Answer, prayer is an elevation of the mind to God to adore him, to thank him, and to ask him for what we need. Question number three, how is prayer divided? Answer prayer is divided into mental and vocal prayer. Mental prayer is that made with the mind alone, and vocal prayer is that expressed in words accompanied by attention of mind and devotion of heart. Question number four, can prayer be divided in any other way? Answer prayer may be also divided into private and public prayer. Question number five, what is private prayer? Answer, private prayer is that which each one says individually for himself and for others. Number six, what is public prayer? Answer, public prayer is that said by the sacred ministers in the name of the church and for the salvation of the faithful. That prayer also, which is said in common and publicly by the faithful in processions, pilgrimages, and in God's house, may also be called public prayer. Number seven, have we a well-founded hope of obtaining by means of prayer the helps and graces of which we stand in need? Answer, the hope of obtaining from God the graces of which we stand in need is founded on the promises of the omnipotent, merciful, and all-faithful God and on the merits of Jesus Christ. Number eight, in whose name should we ask of God the graces we stand in need of? Answer, we should ask of God the graces we stand in need of in the name of Jesus Christ, as he himself has taught us and is done by the church, which always ends her prayers with these words, through our Lord Jesus Christ. Number nine, why should we beg graces of God in the name of Jesus Christ? Answer, we should beg graces of God in the name of Jesus Christ because he is our mediator and it is through him alone that we can approach the throne of God. Question number 10, if prayer is so powerful, how is it that many times our prayers are not heard? Answer, Many times our prayers are not heard either because we ask things not conducive to our eternal salvation or because we do not ask properly. Question number 11. Which are the chief things we should ask of God? Answer. The chief things we should ask of God are His own glory, our eternal salvation, and the means of obtaining it. Number 12. Is it not also lawful to ask for temporal goods? Answer, yes, it is lawful to ask God for temporal goods, but always with the condition that these be in conformity with his holy will and not a hindrance to our salvation. Thirteen, if God knows all that is necessary for us, why should we pray? Answer, although God knows all that is necessary for us, he nevertheless wills that we should pray to him so as to acknowledge him as the giver of every good gift, to attest our humble submission to him, and to merit his favors for ourselves. Timestamp. Now we look at number 10 and 11 with some earlier ones peppered in from today. So let me read you number 10 before giving you a couple additional thoughts. Number 10, if prayer is so powerful, how is it that many times our prayers are not heard? Answer, many times our prayers are not heard, either because we ask things not conducive to our eternal salvation or because we do not ask properly. Okay, so obviously the big question is, how do we pray properly? Listen to St. James chapter 1, verses 5-7. to seven. If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask God, who gives generously to all without reproach, and it will be given him. But let him ask in faith, with no doubting. For the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea that is driven and tossed by the wind. For that person must not suppose that he will receive anything from the Lord. He is a double-minded man, unstable in all his ways. So right there, notice that the key to petitionary prayer is to pray without wavering and without doubting. Our Lord says in St. Mark chapter 11, verse 24, Therefore I tell you, whatever you ask in prayer, believe that you have received it, and it will be yours. And let's just look briefly at number 11. Which are the chief things we should ask of God? Answer, the chief things we should ask of God are his own glory, Our eternal salvation and the means of obtaining it now i really love this one because we have to ask ourselves how often do we pray for god's glory and the salvation of our loved ones probably if you're watching this channel quite a bit but we americans and all modern catholics need to extricate some form of the health and wealth gospel from our theology all of us now that's not to say we should not pray for temporal goods namely health clothes a roof over your head a decent job it's totally fine to pray for those things In fact, Pope St. Pius X today said, It is lawful to ask God for temporal goods, but always with the condition that these be in conformity with his holy will and not a hindrance to our salvation. Okay, but notice that that is only with the preview of our salvation. That is, the two most important things we should pray for in petitionary prayer is God's glory and our salvation. Now, it's also interesting that in number three, Pope St. Pius X said that vocal prayer must include mental prayer. He wrote that, quote, mental prayer is that made with the mind alone and vocal prayer is that expressed in words accompanied by attention of mind and devotion of heart, end quote. That reminds me of how Hamlet leads Claudius at one point in Shakespeare with this line, my words fly up, my thoughts remain below, words without thoughts never to heaven go. So vocal prayer, in fact, should start with a good 15 minutes of mental prayer, at least if you want to make it good. Why? Because think of St. John 17.3, where God the Son says to God the Father these words, This is eternal life, that they know you, the only true God, and Jesus Christ whom you have sent. So you see, prayer needs to be the beginning of heaven, not just the beginning of whining. Prayer has to be the beginning of heaven. And pray that I can practice what I preach on that. I really think we all just need to memorize the saintly pope's definition today of prayer, namely that it is the elevation of the mind to God to adore him. The elevation of the mind to God to adore him. And that was from number two today if you forgot it. So if you memorize anything today, remember that prayer is not just the rattling off of a petition list. Prayer is the elevation of the mind to God. Please say in our Father for me, et benedictio de omnipotentis patris et fidei et spiritus santi descendet super vos et bani semper. Amen.